The story starts on the 21st birthday of Princess Elizabeth. In those days, this was the age when you reached your majority and became a grown-up. Unlike millions of her future subjects who might celebrate by throwing a mad party, possibly drinking too much, dancing until dawn, the princess made a speech on the radio from Cape Town where she and her sister were on a royal tour with the king and queen, their devoted parents. It is an awesome vow to make. When I listen to it again, I feel my eyes prickling as her clear, high voice outlines her hopes for the future. It's not like a New Year resolution, soon to be abandoned and forgotten. It is a promise made to the Commonwealth with the world as her witness. If we all go forward together with an unwavering faith, a high courage and a quiet heart, we shall be able to make of this ancient Commonwealth, which we all love so dearly, an even grander thing, more free, more prosperous, more happy and a more powerful influence for good in the world than it has been in the greatest days of our forefathers. To accomplish that, we must give nothing less than the whole of ourselves. There is a motto which has been borne by many of my ancestors, a noble motto, I serve. Those words were an inspiration to many bygone heirs to the throne when they made their knightly dedication as they came to manhood. I cannot do quite as they did. But through the inventions of science, I can do what was not possible for any of them. I can make my solemn act of dedication with a whole empire listening. I should like to make that dedication now. It is very simple. I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service and the service of our great imperial family, to which we all belong. How young she was to have such a firm conviction. She knew she would one day be queen, and she'd been brought up in the ways of monarchy by her father, but even so... The deep faith which has been her guide and support throughout her reign was present even then. It reminds me of the holy vow the nuns took at my convent school, not to be taken lightly or without absolute commitment. Eleanor Roosevelt, wife of the American President Franklin D. Roosevelt, was impressed by her single-minded determination to fulfil all her duties without complaint. She wrote... I have seen Princess Elizabeth on several occasions since she became Queen. Her loveliness does not change, but she seems to me still more serious, as one might expect her to be under the burden of her duties. On one occasion, when I had been invited to the palace for a chat with her, a young secretary escorted me to my automobile. It must be terribly hard, I said, for anyone so young to have so many official responsibilities and also carry on as a wife and mother. He looked at me with what I thought was a surprised expression and said briskly, Oh no, not at all. The Queen is very well departmentalised. How does one departmentalise one's heart, I thought. And how do you departmentalise your whole life as Queen? Apart from being a mother, wife and friend, you are a working woman with immense responsibilities, people everywhere expecting you to be fully knowledgeable about their occupations. There are talks with prime ministers and world leaders, red boxes, trips abroad and tours at home, always looking the part and knowing the score, never being ill, and if you're feeling a bit ropey, just dissembling and carrying on so as not to disappoint. Most of us would fall at the first fence. <laughs>